It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Dwight Howard appears ready to come home. What Dwight Howard had to say about his return to Orlando and why it's finally time for Magic fans to forgive and celebrate their future Hall of Famer. Plus, the World Cup update on a boring day uh, in Japan. It's time for Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is August 29th, 2023. My name is Philip Ross. I am the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, Dwight Howard returns to Orlando under some very bad circumstances, but gave everyone a nice little hit of nostalgia, and he was all in his feelings why it finally feels like Howard is ready to seek forgiveness, perhaps, and why it's time for Howard to finally be welcomed home. We'll talk about what he had to say, how teammates have come out to defend him, and why his story is important to the legacy of the Orlando Magic. We'll get to that, plus a World Cup update coming up here in just a moment. But first, we want to thank you again for making Lockdown Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's right when we upload. We truly appreciate you making Lockdown Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Lockdown podcast covering every single team in the NBA. Just search for Lockdown and the team you're looking for. The Lockdown Podcast Network, it's your team every day. If you are a member of the Orlando Magic family. If you have followed the Orlando Magic family uh, over the weekend, uh, you know that the extended Magic family um, it was was suffered a, a, a major loss last week. Um, Kim, the wife of former Magic coach Stan Van Gundy, uh, unfortunately and suddenly passed away last week. Uh, and, and obviously... You know, Stan is still a presence here in the Central Florida com- community. Uh, you know, he's he's done uh, uh, been part of several campaigns in Seminole County up in San- up in the Sanford Lake Mary area. Um, he is still obviously on TV. He is one of the big ambassadors for the 2009 Magic team, still out there uh, in the public and making public comments, and and obviously someone that Magic fans just adore. Um, yes, his relationship with the franchise. Probably not as rocky as it was a decade ago, but um, 
despite maybe leaving the franchise itself on bad terms, he has never lost popularity uh, with Magic fans. And, and I know a lot of Magic fans were very, very sad to hear uh, hear that he is suffering a, a tremendous loss. And obviously at any time, you know, certainly when someone dies as suddenly as it, as it appears that, that, that his wife did, it is, it is a tremendous loss and it is, it is something to mourn. Um, you know, I, I made this point and, and we'll get to the, to the, to the bigger story that we're going to tell on today's, today's show. But, you know, uh, this is just my general advice for everyone that, that yes, death is a time for mourning and please feel your feel, always feel your feelings and uh, accept the sadness and, and all that. But, in Judaism, at least, we are taught uh, in death to celebrate life, um, to remember the life that was lived and the joy that that brought to us, and also to remember, to communally remember the lives around us and and to celebrate the life around us. Um, you know, I was I was talking with someone about this earlier today, and, and ironically, Saturday I was actually Saturday was actually the year anniversary of my my uncle's passing. Um, and so we, I was with family on Saturday, which is why I was not able to watch the U S game live. Um, uh, there, you know, it was just good to be around family and, 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 you know, the, the, the good thing about death is it does bring people together to celebrate a life and, and celebrate all of our lives together. And, and that's kind of what was the impetus for, for, for something different or something new that happened. Um, in the forever saga of Dwight Howard. Um, obviously, Stan Van Gundy is a hard coach. Uh, you hear a lot of stories about how Van Gundy coaches his players. It rubs some players the wrong way. Uh, other players understand understand that he drives people hard because he expects a lot out of them and believes in them greatly. And you know, for a lot of players, especially on those Magic teams, Stan Van Gundy is a beloved figure. And it was no surprise that a lot of former Magic players and members of those those 2009 and 2010 era Magic teams returned to Orlando to celebrate the life of, of, of Kim Van Gundy as well as to be there for their coach. And Magic fans got a, a little glimpse of this. And obviously you want to it, you know, respect the privacy of the family and respect the privacy of all those that were there. But Jameer Nelson on his Instagram page, and, and it's been subsequently shared by several Magic blogs, it's been subsequently shared by several of the players that were there, shared a photo of the group of players from the 2009-2010 team that went to Van Gun- went to went to the event to celebrate to celebrate and be with their coach, um, you know, mourn and celebrate, you know, uh, um, in, in that way. Um, among the players that were there, Jameer Nelson, Vince Carter, Ryan Anderson, Martian Gortat, um, Patrick Ewing. Uh, several Magic staff members, including, you know, I saw Dante Marcatelli there. I saw Sid Powell there. The Magic's, uh, Magic's uh, equipment manager is is not entirely what he does, but Sid Powell's the man. Um, uh, the entire Magic family, or a good chunk of the Magic family, showed up for their coach. And included among that group was Dwight Howard. Um I will say this. I have long forgiven Dwight Howard. Um, I have, you know, I covered the team when Dwight Howard was there. You know, I was a fan of those teams grow, growing up and, and before I started covering the team uh, more professionally. Um, I have long forgiven Dwight Howard. I, I understand the circumstances of his departure as much as I hated it, as much as it made me sad as a fan and as an Orlando resident, resident knowing that this chapter 
uh, and the greatest chapter in magic history was closing. Uh, but we have not seen Howard in Orlando very much. Uh, and to see him there supporting a coach, well, there's obviously a very high profile kind of feud with, which they have long buried the hatchet with. Like, you know, honestly, like I think the media probably took the feud hot greater than, than, than the participants in it. Like I think Howard was a little myth that Van Gundy came out with what he did, but Van Gundy always explained the reason I came out uh, with the, with the coach, with the firing request was just to put it out on the table and not keep any secrets and say like, look, I get it. I know what's going on. I'm not, I'm not an idiot. I'm not an idiot. I'm not going to pretend that this isn't something that happened. Um, it was, was handled poorly on his part, but hand, everything was handled poorly in that whole scenario. And that's what ultimately led to how bitter that exit was. Um, anytime I write or say something positive about Dwight Howard um, on Orlando Magic Daily on this podcast, inevitably I will get some comment from fans that they are not ready to forgive. And, and I get that. Um, and, and, and it, you know, it's still hard because the magic haven't come out of that bottom yet. Um, you know, Howard, I don't want to say torpedo the franchise. I think Rob Hennigan did a pretty good job of that with some of the choices he made in the aftermath of it. Um, but Howard's indec indecisiveness and his, and his desire to please everyone ultimately cost him a home. And you know, we're getting to the end of Howard's career. He's getting ready to go to the Hall of Fame. And, and it's really, really important for his legacy, as well as the legacy of the Orlando Magic, that he has this home. That Orlando is his basketball home. That, that, that this is the place that will defend his legacy. Otherwise, it will be forgotten. And I think that is generally the message that his teammates have been putting out there as they've kind of renewed interest in his fight to, you know, he's not going to get in the top 75, but renewed interest in saying like, hey, look, Dwight Howard was a top 75 player in NBA history. He was the most dominant defensive player, one of the most popular players in the league for several years. It was LeBron, Kobe, and then Dwight. Um, and frankly, that's not wrong. For, for a few years, he was the third or fourth best player in the league, if not the second best player in the league. He was certainly the only player in the league LeBron James didn't want to drive on or Derrick Rose didn't want to drive on at their peaks. He was second in MVP voting in 2011 and probably should have won it that year, even though Orlando was the four seed and eliminated in the first round uh, that season. What we haven't heard, though, from Dwight Howard was to seek forgiveness. And I've written about this before, that for Magic fans, it's, it's time to forgive him. It's time to welcome him home. But... I also said it's on Dwight also to extend that olive branch. It's on Dwight to say, you know, I made mistakes in how I exited Orlando. And there's nothing wrong with how, with him deciding to leave Orlando. That team had lost its championship window. He needed to pl play for championships. That team was no longer a title contender. The Magic closed that door themselves, even though Dwight waffled and wanted to try and make it work. And, and I've heard various stories that, would suggest that he was willing to try and make it work again uh, with Rob Hennigan. And, and, you know, again, a lot of these stories don't necessarily come out. Um, the exit was so bitter, though, that Howard needed to seek forgiveness. And being around his former teammates, being back in Orlando and, and feeling some of that love again, and yes, the passage of time and a little bit more maturity, 
it appears Howard has asked for forgiveness. What he said on Instagram and what it means for you, Magic fans, and how it's now on, on, on your plate to welcome him home. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our friends over at FanDuel. The NFL season is fast approaching. Next Thursday is the kickoff of the NFL season. So get ready for the season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use and you can be on everything. You can bet on everything from spreads to player props and more. So visit fanduel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season with an offer you will not want to miss. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Time heals all wounds. I just want to make that really, really clear. Um, When Shaq left Orlando in the summer of 1996, I remember exactly where I was. I remember exactly what I was doing. And I remember exactly the stuff that I threw out, that seven-year-old me threw out because Shaq left. If you would have told me that Magic fans would one day cheer Shaq at the Orlando Arena or whatever, whatever arena they were playing at, in 1996, I would have thought you were crazy. But every time Shaquille O'Neal returns to Orlando, he is cheered. There is a not insignificant section of Magic fans that I've talked to who really do believe Shaquille O'Neal when he says he wants to buy the Magic and want him to do it quickly. Not that the DeVos family is selling. That's a podcast from a few weeks ago. I have made this point to everyone and anyone who has commented on Dwight Howard or told me that they will never forgive Dwight Howard. And I've said, look, time heals all wounds. And that and forever is a long time to hold in hate. Eight years of the best basketball the Orlando Magic have ever seen or the most sustained run of excellence that the Orlando Magic have ever seen should outweigh one bad season or one bad year. And that's that's the truth of it. The Magic had one bad year where everything went off the rails and Dwight didn't handle his exit properly. He taught a lot of players in the future how to do, how not to do it. Because what he did was still relatively new. Not that players didn't force their way out before, but not with the level of scrutiny and intensity that Howard did. The player empowerment era that LeBron James allegedly started was still only a year old when Dwight eventually asked for his trade out of Orlando. It was handled poorly by everybody. Just plain and simple. It was handled poorly by everybody. 
Dwight didn't handle his decision well. He should have, when he made the decision, when he requested the trade, he either should have kept it private um, or he should have stuck to it. The waffling, the eventually uh, waiving his early termination option and finishing the season in 20, 2012 and trying to maybe stick around a afterward, that didn't help. The Magic being so determined not to repeat any of the mistakes from losing Shaq in 1996 and then doing all of the same mistakes over again anyway or a lot of new mistakes over anyway, that hurt the team. The Magic put Dwight in a bad spot where he was twisting in the wind, where they didn't take him at his word, where they kept allowing him to be indecisive. It was just a... a and the fact it was all coming off of a lockout season when Magic didn't have a chance to communicate with Howard and, and really try and iron out some of their issues before a quick run-up into the season. It was all bad. Everybody was to blame. Nobody did well. Nobody handled it well. And it's not like Dwight has gone out of his way to speak poorly about Orlando, which Shaq did. And, and Shaq certainly did when he was when he was fighting Dwight Howard a lot. Uh, during the uh, during the during the late 2000s, when Dwight was taking on the Superman moniker and and all that, Shaq said a lot worse things about Orlando and about the franchise as a whole, and didn't get uh, didn't get the same kind of I guess got got he got forgiveness and Dwight didn't. But Dwight also hasn't been in Orlando very much. Um, and, and Dwight hasn't extended the olive branch out himself to ask for forgiveness. Not that he should need to, but this is a public relations battle. And if he wants Orlando to be his basketball home, which it is his basketball home, if he wants a home to come to, to be celebrated for his career to matter, because he will be in the Orlando Magic Hall of Fame. And whenever the Magic decide to retire jerseys, number 12 should go up in the rafters. He will get into the Basketball Hall of Fame and Magic fans should celebrate when he does. Because you could argue that Tracy McGrady's in as a Houston Rocket. I, I think he's in as, a, as an Orlando Magic player. Shaquille O'Neal certainly is in as a Los Angeles Laker. Dwight Howard will absolutely be an Orlando Magic Pro Basketball Hall of Fame member. No doubt about it. And so this is what Dwight Howard said on Instagram. He posted this on his Instagram at Dwight Howard. I'm going to read it in, in full. I'm going to edit out the uh, edit out the curse words. Stan, I will always be there for you. We've been through it all, and these are the times that we need each other the most. My deepest condolences, thoughts, and prayers go out to you from the bottom of my heart. I want you to know that myself and everyone from our Orlando team loves you and has your back through this time. We shared some of the best years of our lives and made it to the top together. And coming back together, seeing all the family, teammates, friends, coaches, trainers, just brought back so many memories. We was the it. You can guess what that is together. And, da and dang, <laughs> looking back on everything, I never knew what it really meant when the Magic Ownership told me they built an arena for me. What that stood for. What they saw in me what you saw in me, that I wasn't quite seeing in myself. You all saw me as a legend before I made any strides to become legendary. And I am forever grateful for that. At that particular time, all I could see was my own ego. But that is why life experiences are the greatest teachers. 
even in the midst of sadness, having a chance to go back this past weekend where it all started was so amazing. I really miss this beautiful city and y'all. Even though coming to Orlando at a time like this brought so much pain, having us come back together just made me appreciate all the amazing moments that make this my home, despite the miscommunication or trials we've been through. I am so grateful for my lessons and what they have taught me. I value those lessons. I value Orlando and I value the moments we had good and bad, wins and losses. It was still the absolute best. And there's a curse word there. Blue and white will always ignite. We're all here for you, Stan. We are what a team looks like. Mrs. Kim, you will forever be missed, but rest easy knowing we got him from here on out. I'm just reading that out loud for the first time and, and giving the pacing and all that. Um, I think that is a incredible maturity from, from Dwight. Um, these things do tend to make you look back and be introspective. And this is the most introspective thing we have heard from Dwight Howard about his exit from Orlando and about his time in Orlando. Time does heal all wounds and time does give you the power of perspective. And Dwight has clearly been through a lot. The back injury that he suffered that last year in 2012 was far more serious than I think any of us knew. He got criticized in the 2013 season, his lone year with the Los Angeles Lakers, for playing through a major back injury. No one ever should question Dwight Howard's toughness, in my opinion. That dude played through everything, got hit more than any player. That dude was a tough dude. And eventually his body, which was so impeccable for eight years in the NBA, where he never missed any games, I think he missed one game for a sprained ankle. He didn't start a game because he was late for the plane. It started to break down. And that's why he, and, and the league, frankly, changed. And unless he was the dominant defensive force that he was before, what he was with the Magic, it was going to be hard to build a team around him and keep him on the floor. Obviously, Howard is much older. And despite still sometimes acting like a big kid, much, much wiser. And this statement that he made, again, it is on his Instagram page. You can check it out at Dwight Howard. Um... This statement is the most introspective and frankly, the most conciliatory we've heard from Howard directly toward not only his teammates, not only to Stan Van Gundy, who they've long, they've been friends. Stan has never held a grudge with Dwight Howard from everything that I understand. You know, maybe in the moment he did, but they, they know, they know. But most importantly, this is a statement directly to Orlando to the Magic fans, to, to even the Magic organization. Asking us to remember the good times. Asking us to remember how much fun we all had together. How much we struggled and learned and grew together. And yes, mistakes were made on the exit. And Howard perhaps admitting for the first time that, that he made some of those mistakes. That it sure sounds like he is ready to come home. Now, obviously, he is still playing. He is uh, set to play again in Taiwan this year. He's having a lot of fun out there if you watch, if you follow his Instagram at all. 
Um, he, I'm sure he would love to be in the NBA. The Magic don't have a roster spot open. I don't think it would be the smartest decision to bring him in at this point at his age and his 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 whatever. But I hope that he will get a chance to go to a game at the Amway Center. I hope that he will get a chance to be in front of the crowd, and I hope that he will get the recognition he deserves. He will be in the Orlando Magic Hall of Fame. And I really hope that it's not a situation like Penny Hardaway before the 25th anniversary season when he told us in the media, I remember sitting in the media room uh, for Hardaway's press conference. He was about to go out and get honored. And he said, you know, when they invited me back, I wasn't sure because I thought Magic fans might boo me after the way he exited. And his exit was very, very nasty. Um, honestly, probably nastier than Dwight's in a lot of ways, even though he didn't. That's that, that's a That's a discussion for another day. Dwight Howard deserves to be cheered. Dwight Howard deserves to be recognized. Dwight Howard deserves to be among the greats in Magic history. And I hope we get to see him in the Amway Center and give him the respect as one of the greatest players in Magic history. That is a respect that his teammates have come out in public recently and made sure everyone understands Greatly. We'll get to that plus World Cup update coming up here in just a moment. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Berea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Berea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Berea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. So, obviously... The circumstances that that brought this statement and, and, and brought Howard back to Orlando were tragic. Um, and again, our condolences to the Van Gundy family, our condolences to, to the extended Van Gundy family tree, coaching tree, teammates, you know, a whole magic family. We're all feeling the sadness and, and feeling and, and feeling that too, and, and sending our thoughts and prayers and 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 glad to see that Stan was embraced in love this weekend. Um, embraced with the love of his teammates, embraced with the love of his family. Um, just just embraced with love. Um, and that's 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 obviously the most important thing. And, you know, they're, like I said, death does have a way of making you think about life in a different way. Um, and, and, and to understand how precious life is and how precious it is, the time you get to spend with people. Um, and and you hope to celebrate life at, at any chance you can, but obviously it is 
mourning takes different forms. And so, you know, it, I, I hope that everyone is able to, I hope everyone who, who knows the Van Gundy family, who knows Stan, who knows, who knew Kim, um, is able to more go through their process of mourning and to find grief, obviously feel your feelings. Um, all feelings are valid here. Uh, but to, to find the joy and the spark of life in that, um, we are obviously getting set to celebrate the Orlando Magic's 35th anniversary season this year. Um, it is a, a huge occasion. It is a huge event. It is, you know, the Magic are pumping it up a little bit. Uh, and, and, you know, we'll see the Magic wear a throwback jersey. It's not been announced yet. We don't know what jersey it will be. Will it be the original pinstripes? Will it be the T-Mac era stars jerseys? We will find out a little bit closer to the season, most likely. Uh, I hope whichever jersey they wear, they wear for opening nights. We can get them against the Rockets, who we dislike greatly. Um, but we're getting ready to celebrate the 35th anniversary season. And so, you know, we're all thinking about magic history as a whole. And the Dwight Howard piece of that story is still tricky because of these Latent emotions. You know, is Dwight Howard booed every time he gets to the Amway Center anymore? No, that that stopped after about five years, maybe two, three, maybe less than that. Um, that part has stopped. We're past that stage of 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 the exit. When Hito, when Jameer, when Richard come to town, they are cheered. When Michael Petrus is in town, they they are cheered. Dwight obviously deserves that same respect and. And, you know, we're, we're beginning to count down now to Dwight Howard's eventual induction into the Basketball Hall of Fame. Again, that's it's going to happen. Three-time Defensive Player of the Year, 2009 NBA Finalist, 2010 Eastern Conference Finalist, won a championship with the Lakers in 2020. Um, he is going into the Basketball Hall of Fame. That is a thing that will happen. No debate on that. Basketball Hall of Famer, done. Um, if it doesn't happen... I will be on this podcast yelling and screaming about it. Just like we were all a bit miffed and a bit perplexed why Dwight Howard was left off the NBA 75 team. Everyone's kind of focused on Anthony Davis being added in there, uh, you know, Damian Lillard being added in there. Certainly Clay Thompson has some arguments to get in that list as well. Um, Dwight Howard, you know, in 25 years, Dwight Howard should probably be on the top 100 team. If, if that's the case. Um, he is one of the greatest players in, in, in the NBA's history. And especially Jameer Nelson, who was on uh, the Road Trippin' podcast with Richard Jefferson and Channing Fry. He was on uh, Knuckleheads podcast with Quentin Richardson and Darius Miles. He has kind of been the vocal leader at this point of saying like, hey, y'all forget how nice Dwight Howard was. Everybody's forgetting how dominant Dwight Howard was. And it's, you know a bit ridiculous that his history has been kind of pushed to the wayside. Some of that is about his personality and how he never really got along with, with other, with other players um, necessarily how the perception of him around the league is, you know, a little too immature kind of took over those media narratives that we talked about in the 2009 playoffs and the 2010 playoffs when Charles and all, when Charles Barkley and the inside crew was banging on him for not being what they wanted him to be, you know, Shaq set the narrative on Dwight Howard's career. And I remember sitting there as, as a fan being like, who, who cares what Shaq thinks? Do be your, do your game. 
the, the league asks centers to do something different. You're really good at what you're really good at. Be really good at that. You don't have to be what Shaq needs you to be. Because ultimately, you put it on the floor, your game does the talking. Again, I think one of Dwight's flaws as a player was he was always a little too sensitive to what others wanted him to be rather than being himself and being who he was. And, and I think one of his struggles in this career was he never embraced himself in, in some way. Um, but all of his teammates, and Quentin Richardson's included in that, um, have been vociferously defending him. Stan Van Gundy was on the Knuckleheads podcast back in April defending Dwight Howard and saying it's ridiculous that he was not in the top 70, in the NBA 75. And it's all just the point of like, look, everybody should know and everybody should recognize how good Dwight Howard was. And the point I try to make to people now is like, look, is if you want the 2009 Magic team to be remembered, and, and I'm, trust me, I believe they are vitally important to the NBA's history and, and one of the unsung teams that, that built the modern NBA. They will always be a footnote in the Kobe Bryant story. That's the, that's the bigger narrative. But if you want them to be a team that is remembered like the 1995 team or to be remembered as an influential team, as an important team in Magic history, and not just some footnote in LeBron's story or Kobe's story, because guess what? They beat LeBron. Um, never forget that. No matter how many times they show game two of that series, Richard Lewis made that basket in game one, and Dwight Howard had 40 and 14 uh, in game six to eliminate LeBron. Never forget that. Um, we as Magic fans are the keepers of Dwight's legacy. He does not have a home. He is not a Hall of Famer anywhere except Orlando. No other team is going to retire his jersey. Houston could retire T-Max jersey. The Lakers and the Heat both retired Shaq's jersey. Magic, when they do start retiring jersey, should hang number 32 in the Raptors. Dwight Howard is our player. Houston won't retire his jersey. The Lakers won't retire his jersey. The Taiwanese team might. (laughs) Dwight Howard belongs to us. We, as Orlando Magic fans, are Dwight Howard's keepers. And that's why I am so insistent that we get to a point where we forgive Dwight Howard because he is one of the 75 best players in NBA history. He is a basketball Hall of Famer. And if we're not here to tell his story, his teammates are ready to tell his story. Jameer's ready to tell his story. Uh, Stan tells a story. Keto tells a story. Rashard probably tells a story. If Magic fans aren't willing to embrace and tell his story, then he and perhaps the Magic's best era of consistent basketball are thrown out the window, are completely gone. And frankly, I don't want that to happen. I don't want to forget the good times, the crazy dunks, the insane blocks, the defense that made me completely change how I understand defense in this league because Dwight Howard was that darn good. The belief that even if the Magic were playing a B game, they could win easily. I don't want that to be assigned to the trash heap or thrown out because Dwight 
but, but you know, didn't exit the right way. We are the keepers of his legacy, and his legacy is important to the Magic's legacy as a franchise. You don't have to fully forgive him. You don't. But you do have to recognize what he accomplished in Orlando and how important he was, in to, was to Orlando and how this franchise isn't what it is, isn't what it could be without him. It's important to remember that this is his home. Like he said, this is his home. And I think if Dwight Howard's ready to come home, I think Magic fans should absolutely welcome him home. We've been doing these afternoon episodes, obviously because of the FIBA World Cup. Not a lot happened in the FIBA World Cup this, this morning. Uh, Mo Wagner had, I think, five points. Uh, Joe, Joe Ingles had five points. Mo Wagner, Mo Wagner had 12 points, something like that. Um, Germany and Australia, both with easy wins. Germany defeating Finland fairly easily. Australia going up by 30 at halftime over Japan, hanging on for, I think it was like a 17, 20 point win, something like that. Both teams advance the second round. They'll play Friday, um, in their second round games. Uh, so that, that's, that's that update. Um, uh, again, nothing crazy. Both teams were expected to get to the second round. They will play, uh, probably Slovenia and Georgia, Slovenia and Georgia both play on Wednesday, I forget what day it is now. Um, they both play again on Wednesday to finish up their group. Uh, Slovenia has clinched their spot in the second round. Uh, I believe they will play Australia first on Friday. Um, Georgia will have to defeat... Who's Georgia play tomorrow? Georgia plays Venezuela. Uh, Georgia will have to beat Venezuela to advance. The U.S. also set... Uh, Franz Wagner did not play in Germany's game, although he is still day-to-day. Uh, I think uh, Germany's coach said it was a 50-50 shot that Wagner would play on, on Tuesday. They'd need him. Uh, figured they wouldn't, uh, so they'll hold him out and, and hopefully have him uh, for their next round of games. If they're playing uh, Georgia first, would not surprise me if he sits that game and returns for the Slovenia game to try and handle uh, Luka Doncic and Slovenia. The U.S. closes their group play as well on Wednesday uh, against Jordan. Watch out for Jordan. Rondé Hollis-Jefferson is doing some really, really fun stuff this year in this tournament. Um, so do not overlook Jordan, but that should be a win for the U.S. as well. They've already clinched their spot. In the second round, they will play either Montenegro or, or Lithuania. They'll play both uh, eventually, but they'll they'll start off probably with Montenegro if they end up winning the group. So we can see some Paolo versus Vooch. Uh, that'll be that'll be fun. But that's the World Cup update on tomorrow's episode of Lockdown Magic. We'll go over the first round the first round of of the FIBA World Cup. What to expect from each team as they get set for their second round games uh, and get ready for the real serious part of this FIBA tournament. But that's good dude for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. You can, of course, follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. Hit your tune in the Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the fun places on the podcast to your podcast enable listening device. For latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. Like I said, tomorrow we'll talk FIBA World Cup, wrap up the first round of the FIBA World Cup, talk about what everyone's going to do in the second round. Until then, though, Please take care of yourselves. Please take care of each other. We obviously have Hurricane Adelia coming through Florida right now. It is hugging right up along the West Coast. Wednesday is going to be the heavy rain day here in Orlando. And while Orlando is not in the cone of uncertainty and does not appear set to get any direct hit 
We are going to get heavy rain and we are going to get some wind as well. So please, please, please take care of yourselves. Take care of each other as much as you can. Uh, and always just be there for each other and and L'chaim and, and, and all that. Uh, for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip Ross. We'll see you again next time for another episode of Locked On. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.